Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Welcome to Arkansas AgCast for December 4th. I'm your host, Rob Anderson. This week, we learn about caring for poultry and other livestock during bitter cold weather. And we talk to Rich Hillman about wrapping up his first year as Arkansas Farm Bureau President and the challenges of overseeing the organization's first virtual convention and business session to finalize policy for 2021. We also hear from Garland County Farm Bureau President Tommy Sorrells about his reaction to participating in the virtual event after it concluded. First, Ken Moore spoke with Rich Hillman to get his thoughts on his first year as Arkansas Farm Bureau President and how Arkansas farmers and ranchers overcame the challenges of COVID-19 to continue to produce food and fiber in 2020. He also talked about how Farm Bureau went virtual for its biggest event of the year. I'm Ken Moore, and I'm at the Hot Springs Convention Center today where the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation is conducting its annual state convention business session, a time when Arkansas Farm Bureau farmers and ranchers will come together voting delegates to approve the policy for the organization for 2021. And I'm sitting with Arkansas Farm Bureau President Rich Hillman. And uh, President Hillman, thank you for giving us just a few minutes before we get ready to conduct our business today here. Well, congratulations on concluding your first year as president of Arkansas Farm Bureau. And uh, tell us, I mean, we all know when you assumed office a year ago, uh, we did not know what we were going to expect when March of 2020 came around. It's been an unusual year for Arkansas agriculture, for everyone in our state and in our country, really. Uh, But in your words, uh, talk about what this year has been for you. Well, first of all, I want to thank uh, all of the staff and and our state board and and all of our membership out there uh, for hanging with us uh, for 2020 during this pandemic. And and who would have thought that we would have uh, uh, had uh, such a trying year, uh, especially uh, uh, after we had had a a string of of so many great years. Um, I will... First of all, I need to also thank agriculture in the state of Arkansas. Uh, they they absolutely kept things going. And uh, we were deemed essential first, uh, uh, right behind the, the first responders and all the medical people. Uh, and it was needed because people are, are you, you saw the grocery shelves get bare, and uh, our folks produced and uh, so we're we're proud of that. As far as Farm Bureau, uh, I'm here with uh, the staff and and uh, the the state board, and I can tell you that the convention center looks barren, and it's kind of like what we we've seen all year long. It's it's sad because we don't have the warm handshakes, uh, the hugs, the friendships of of seeing people that we see once or twice a year. We're missing that. But I will also tell you that, that uh, today uh, we're, we're on the cusp of having our caucus meetings meet. Uh, we'll, we'll elect our, our uh, state board, half of which is elected every year, and uh, we'll get our business done. It will be a muted business session. Uh, several weeks ago, we had uh, our state resolution meeting. We had all of our county presidents. They did a wonderful job, and uh, we will hone that that policy even further today. And it will be muted. Uh, it just 
just uh, virtual. It's tough to have a meeting, but we're going to get through it, and we're going to get our job done. Farmers and ranchers, I've been working with this organization like you for, you know, be almost 31 years, and there's trials every year. There are challenges every year that our farmers and ranchers and agricultural producers have to overcome, but they are resilient. That's the word that it's almost, President Hillman, kind of cliche-ish, but they have to be looking forward to the next year. They will overcome the weather challenges and, and, and the challenges that this pandemic created. Our uh, animal agriculture producers in particular, as you know, back in the spring, uh, the virus broke out in processing plants, and some of those had to be shut down, creating a... Uh, you know, disruption in the uh, supply chain. But we've overcome that, and now we're producing broilers again. We're producing beef again. So talk about how our people, uh, our farm and ranch leaders, have to overcome. And they have all year. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the the uh, uh, main, main uh, thing that agriculture does on a daily basis. We have to overcome problems. And uh, if you're in agriculture, if you're a farmer or a rancher, every morning you get up, you're blessed to do what you do, but you you start off with problems and you go to bed with problems. So, you know, our folks were tough, resilient, as you said, and, and we got through that. Uh, the the uh, livestock folks, absolutely, and, and row crop. I mean, we had, we had problems also. Uh, the fruit guys, the timber guys, uh, even aquaculture I'll mention today, all of us had amazing challenges that we had to overcome, and, and I'm so proud that we did. And it's not over yet, Ken. I think that uh, uh, we're seeing a spike up. That's one reason we canceled our, our face-to-face meeting, trying to keep everybody safe. But we will we will get through this thing. We have uh, an enormous uh, uh, group. In the state of Arkansas, we have tremendous leaders in Farm Bureau in every county uh, of the state, and our state board has, has done a great job. So we're looking forward to getting the meeting on today, and we're looking forward to getting it over with, and, and we're also looking forward to uh, happier times when, when we all can get together and talk about how we got through the pandemic. I know I mentioned animal agriculture. Uh, I did visit with several of our uh, row crop producers in eastern Arkansas over the last several months during the harvest season. And I visited one uh, of our soybean growers down in uh, Chico County about uh, three months ago. And he said, uh, you know, I've endured one hurricane before. I've endured two hurricanes before. But this year, and it was right after uh, we had our fourth hurricane. It was after Laura came through. And we had another one. I think it was Delta. Hurricane Delta came through the southeast part of the state. He says, we just start to harvest. We have to shut it down again. And I know that's, but they overcame. We got the harvest in the bin. And uh, But have you ever seen a year like this with all these tropical systems? No. And, and you know, it kind of got overshadowed because of the pandemic. But uh, not only the, the Mother Nature threw us a curve, but, but markets uh, from livestock, from the beef market, uh, to to uh, soybeans, uh, rice got some help, but all of the commodities were down big time. Uh, March, April, May, they bounced back some. We were in a, a one of the biggest trade wars we've ever seen, and it yeah. kind of got overshadowed by the pandemic too. So, we, you know, if if you throw COVID nineteen out, uh, set it aside. 
this year has been absolutely challenging uh, from from the trade uh, to the weather. Uh, and and look, we're we're uh, farmers and ranchers of Arkansas and this nation. There's not any more optimistic people in the world, and we're optimistic now that that uh, we're through uh, most of this year. That next year will be better, and we have that hope. And that hope is what's going to get us through. Well, one thing, give kudos to our congressional delegation, if you will, because they, along with other members of Congress, when the pandemic first broke out, you know, authorized some very, very critical uh, federal uh, support uh, money. Uh, the, the coronavirus food assistance program, payment protection program that kept our producers going during the most difficult part of this year. And PPP, I mean, we, we had uh, several of, of the uh, programs that were needed. And, and to be honest with you, uh, we're going to need some more help, uh, I think, to, to get us over the hump and get us into next year. Uh, there, there was a lot of poultry folks, uh, producers, that needed some assistance. We're still trying on that. Um, we had, uh, uh, of course, our... our uh, uh, beef guys, uh, the market just just was not matching what you saw uh, in, in, on the market on the board, and uh, you know th- those are things that we'll have to continue to work for. And our our uh, uh, congressmen and our two senators are are helping. Uh, and of course, you know we've had a presidential election. Uh, so we've had a lot of uncertainty this year, and uh, I, I can tell you our four congressmen and our two senators are always there for us. We'll continue to lean on them uh, to try to get us uh, some help to get us through and bridge the gap and, and get to better days. Well, President Hillman, uh, here we are. It's almost Christmas. We're going to conclude our business today here in just a little bit. It, as you said, it's going to be different. But we've got farm and ranch leaders in every county uh, across our state getting ready to participate in this uh, very important part of our process. And uh, we have uh, our General Assembly meeting in just a few months in Little Rock, you know, to, and we will be having, uh, you know, our people there to represent agriculture when that uh, session of the General Assembly convenes. So uh, your thoughts as we enter 2021 and uh, as you conclude your first year. I have a great hope. A great hope for 2021. Uh, hopefully, this vaccine we can get administered very quickly, uh, especially to agriculture because we are essential. Uh, let's get back to work. Let's get back to what we call the norm, and uh, I, I look forward to to what we can do. Uh, you mentioned uh, our our uh, state legislature; they've already started. Uh, they're getting committees together. They're putting their committees, uh, uh, naming their committees, and and we're going to lean on them awful hard too. There's a, a lot of issues uh, that that we're dealing with in the state. And uh, some of those issues will be surfaced today during our, our uh, business session. But I will tell you that, that uh, our state staff, the, talked to them last night, and, and they are raring to go. They're ready for the new year, and um, we're going to get through it, Ken. We will. We always have. And we're going to keep on going. Agriculture is our state's number one industry. And thankfully, our governor knows that, and our representatives know that, and And thank you for your leadership. Merry Christmas to you and Mrs. Hillman. Merry Christmas to you and and all of the folks out there. Um, 
pause a little bit and give thanks because we have so much to give thanks for. So uh, Merry Christmas to you, and, and uh, we'll see you in 2021. Yes, sir, certainly will. Been speaking with President Rich Hillman, President of Arkansas Farm Bureau, on this edition of Arkansas AgCast. Next, Ken checked in with Tommy Sorrells, president of Garland County Farm Bureau and one of many county leaders who participated in Arkansas Farm Bureau's first virtual annual business session. He tells us how he thought the process went. I'm visiting now with Tommy Sorrells. Tommy is president of the Garland County Farm Bureau, and we have just concluded the Arkansas Farm Bureau's 86th annual convention, if you will, business session, Uh, a much condensed version of our annual business meeting, and uh, county farm bureau leaders all over the state of Arkansas were allowed to stay in their home counties to participate in the event for the first time this year. And Tommy, just talk with me about uh, your reactions to this process. You didn't have to go down to the convention center. You didn't have to travel to Little Rock. You could do it right here in Little in uh, Hot Springs at your county farm bureau office. Uh, your reaction to the way we conducted business today? This went real well. Um, you know, it protected us from the virus, our COVID-19. Uh, we didn't have to get together as a group, although I do miss the fellowship uh, that we had at the annual meeting. But uh, this was an excellent uh, meeting, I think. And as I said, it went off without glitches. Uh, it was uh, helped. Uh, if you had any objections, they were brought up in the caucuses, and if there weren't any objections in the caucuses, then it went on through. Uh, so uh, there were very few objections that were brought up, and so I think they did an excellent job of doing this. Technology is changing the way we do our business, isn't it? I mean, and it's amazing how we can, and, and the pandemic, COVID-19, has forced uh, businesses all over this country to go to Zoom meetings, to not be able to meet in person. Uh, that's why we had to cancel our in-person annual meeting this year. Uh, that is regrettable, as you said, because we have a large Farm Bureau family, and we it's it's one of the few times we get together uh, to get to encourage each other to uh, you know have fellowship, as you said. But under these circumstances, we're still able to get our business done. Right. You know, as, as you said, we fellowship. We miss seeing some old friends uh, that we see each year. Only get to see them maybe once or twice a year. But uh, this, as you said, uh, everybody is going to the Zoom meeting right now. Uh, I know people are working from their homes and places like this. And I think this was an excellent way to conduct the annual meeting and get it without exposing people uh, to the virus. What type of year have you had, Tom? Uh, We're about to conclude 2020. Uh, It's been kind of challenging for all of our farmers and ranchers in different ways, but uh, uh, what kind of year have you had on your farm? We've had a pretty good year. It's been challenging. Um, Cattle prices are not what they should be. Uh, We've had some good weather, except uh, it's been dry this fall. Other than that, uh, I think we've had an excellent year in, uh, in the cattle industry, uh, other than the exception of prices. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully those will come back up, too. You know, we hope it. Everything's cyclical, and uh, I know 
earlier in the year because of the virus. Uh, there were some shutdowns with the processing plants, uh, but we're getting some government assistance uh, for our local processors, and I'm finding that uh, a lot of uh, cattlemen are, you know, finding local customers to want to buy beef right off the farm. You know, they'll get it processed here in-state, and then they're they're getting a heavy demand for uh, that locally grown beef. Yes, uh, and that is an excellent way to market some of your animals if you have some that you fed out. There's a lot of demand for it right here in this county if people are interested in feeding out their animals there. Um, because there was a shortage of meat. Well, it wasn't a shortage. There's a lack of a uh, them getting it from a slaughterhouse to the retailer uh, because there was plenty of cattle out there and just couldn't get them slaughtered at that time, you know. And uh, we uh, we did, I think, fairly well here in this county. And some of the people are doing exactly what you mentioned. They are, are uh, going direct to the consumer and uh, having them slaughtered locally. Yeah, and, and there's heavy demand. In fact, there's such a strong demand, uh, they just can't get them slaughtered quick enough <laughs> to meet the consumer demand. But at least it's uh, creating a market for them that they didn't have before this year, right? So, And also, you know, the, um, coming up with the um, assisting the packing houses here locally where they could apply for grants to improve their plants where they could meet state or federal inspection. And uh, this was very good, uh, excellent program uh, because there's a demand out there because it's hard. Uh, you call a packer right now or slaughterhouse, and it's difficult to get in uh, several months down the road before they can get you in. That's right. And I know we've got packing houses right out here near the Lake Hamilton community uh, in Garland County. So this these grants are helping them. Uh, expand, uh, meet federal inspection, as you said, and meet this consumer demand. Well, Tom, thank you for your leadership here in Garland County, uh, what you do for the Farm Bureau and uh, for participating in this process we went through today. We've got our business taken care of, and now we're just ready for the new year. Well, uh, that's bringing on, and we'll have a better year next year. And uh, just thank you to all the Farm Bureau members out there and supporting Farm Bureau Farm Bureau is the voice of agriculture in Arkansas, so support Farm Bureau. We will certainly continue to do that. been talking to Tommy Sorrells, Garland County Farm Bureau President, on this edition of Arkansas AgCast. Finally, Greg Patterson talks to Dylan Butler, who raises poultry and runs a cow-calf operation on his Salem Springs Ranch in Benton County. He talked about preparing for bitter cold weather arriving in northwest Arkansas. This is Greg Patterson with Arkansas Farm Bureau, and on this edition of Arkansas AgCast. We've got Dylan Butler, who farms up near Salem Springs, Arkansas. And Dylan, welcome to Arkansas AgCast. <laughs> Hi, Greg. How are you doing today? We're doing okay. We understand that, you know, some chilly weather has moved up into northwest Arkansas, and there's, you know, maybe possibly an inch of snow, temperatures down in the 20s, that kind of thing. Um, yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about your farming operation and, you know, what you have to do in a situation like that. Well, our farm operation, uh, luckily, a lot of it is indoor with poultry. So uh, we raise broiler chickens and uh, 
We also uh, we also run uh, uh, cow calf pairs, uh, Angus Angus Plus cow calf pairs, and so um, you know when the weather starts to drop, yeah, we got a we we're calling for snow here later on this week, and uh, so we're kind of getting prepared for that on the chicken side. You know, the main thing that we have to do coming into winter time, we have to make sure that our houses are foamed up tight. We have to make sure uh, that all of our heaters and everything is being uh, the correct way. Uh, it, and we have to do that year-round anyway, but really, uh, you know, we intip- we intensify it when it comes to uh, – the winter times, so right. uh, we're, we got our we got our heat going, and we got our uh, we have everything uh, sealed up tight, spray foamed, everything like that. We can think to do. We got uh, got to make sure our well houses and different things like that don't freeze up. So we we go to Lowe's and about buy Lowe's out of their uh, <laughs> out of their uh, little uh, room heaters, you know, the the twelve dollar room heater. And, have those running everywhere. So with those, the electric bill also goes up as well. But for the most part, the biggest hit for us this time of year coming into the winter time, the colder winter time, is that doggone gas bill. We definitely have the gas bill that we got to pay. And uh, and so that, that always hits us a little harder this time of year. But uh, as long as we have the uh, heaters going and as long as we have things foamed up tight on the chicken side anyway, uh, the chickens will be comfortable. You know, we have to – be careful. Make sure we don't, you know, have the houses too warm for the birds because that right. can be a problem. You step in there, you know, you see the birds kind of push into the walls a little bit. That means they're a little warm, and then we need to make sure we have them warm enough as well. You know, if uh, we go in there and they're huddled up, then we're we're going to heat it up a little bit and uh, make sure that those birds are looking comfortable because we do our best financially when the birds do their best, when they feel the best, you know. Exactly. And uh, exactly. so, of course, coming into the cattle side, you know, poor cattle. Yeah, what do you, what do, you do with your <laughs> uh, with your cattle? They're, they're outside mm-hmm. most of the time. And, yes, and sir. I think, I think when I called you earlier, you were in the midst of doing something with your cattle because I heard them bawling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We ran through about 150 head of pairs today. And it was a beautiful day outside today. That sun came out, a little windy, but not bad. And, uh, yeah, they were bawling in the background when you called me this morning. But uh, this time of year, what we're what we're doing is we're trying to, uh, especially here kind of getting, getting coming up to the time here where the temperature's going to drop and snow and sleet's going to be blowing, uh, we're going to start moving these cows to fields that has uh, – more shelter in it as far as trees and hills and hollers mm-hmm. and things like that go. And we'll try to get these cows tucked down uh, in out of the in out of the weather a little bit. Uh, probably put out a little dab extra hay. I tell you what, we we had a pretty good fall here. Really, kind of got a little rain and a good little bit of warm weather. And so uh, we've been fortunate and haven't really had to feed a drop of hay yet. But I imagine that this coming into this the later part of this week, I imagine that will change. Right. We'll have to feed some hay, and uh, so. But that's all fine and good, and uh, yeah, we got our cows, uh, got all of our calves worked, and uh, actually, the, right now I've got a trailer load of bulls on. I'm taking them to that, and the bulls are going to go out for our fall bean cycle here. So, but yeah, with the cows, we're just going to make sure that the ponds are. The ponds are broke, and uh, where they can get a good drink of water, make sure our stock tanks are in good working order, 
and try to tuck them down a little bit, get them out of that wind, you know. So that's one thing we've learned. If gals can get out of the wind, it's just like a human. Boy, they feel a lot better when they can get out of that weather, you know. Yeah, and, and, and that's interesting that you say you compare it to humans because you, you were talking about chickens and what you're doing in the chicken house, and you're playing with the thermometer, and you're talking about your cattle outside and, and getting them out of the wind and into a sheltered area, and it, it's that's not right. a whole lot different than, than what we do, tapping the <laughs> thermometer in our home, and when we go outside, making sure we're we're out of the wind and, and yeah, warm no. enough. <laughs> no, not a bit. I, I tell you what, it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, we we've been we had a lot of tornado damage from the tornado that happened about a year ago out here on the ranch. Right. And, uh, had a we has had tons and tons of trees down. And uh, just a mess. And uh, but uh, well, even on these cooler days, though, we'll have the uh, we'll have the my bulls are fighting in the trailer. If that's what. Yeah. Gonna I heard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think they're going to be all right. But, uh, we uh, we've had a bunch of storm damage and and that type of that type of deal. And uh, and we're uh, and when we're burning those uh, when we're burning those piles. If my right. phone might swap over to my. Uh, we'll get those cows out there and uh, around those burn piles, and on a cool day, those cows will be huddled up there in those burn piles, like like a, you know, just a bunch of guys would around a, a yeah, bonfire, whatever. and marshmallows. Yeah. So around a they get all that figured out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, it, it's good to know that farming's not too much different than than actual regular life for human beings except y'all work yes, uh, those long hours from before sun up to after sundown and and the interruptions in the middle of the night you know yes. Dylan, I, I appreciate so much you taking time to talk with us today is there anything else we missed that you're uh i mean you've you've obviously got to pay attention to a lot of things going on on the farm at the same time well that's right and we're we just try to have we just try to have all of our senses around us. We just try to make sure that we're doing uh, everything we can do. Like I say, a happy animal, a healthy animal is a profitable animal. And so that's really our main goal. And, and you mentioned the hours and the, you know, the hours in the summertime are long. The hours in the wintertime can be long, especially when it gets dark at five, five thirty. but really, you know what? It's worth it uh, to be able to do what we love to do. I tell you what, I'd rather do what I'm doing any day as to have to, go to town and, and, you know, have a job like that. And so right, it's well right. worth it. And, you know, farmers out there, and, and I know that we say this till we're blue in the face, but we care so much about our animals and about their well-being and about their safety and everything. Uh, you won't find, a, won't find anybody that's more sick about losing a baby calf on a cold winter day than a yeah. farmer. And so yeah. it just tears us apart. We hate it. When, when something like that happens. So our goal is to keep these animals in tip-top shape year-round. And, yeah, that's why we work the long hours. But it, it's well worth it in the end when you have a good year, you know. So, Well, he's Dylan Butler, and he's a farmer up in the Asylum Springs area. He's got poultry houses up there. He's got cow-calf operation. And, Dylan, you got some weather coming in. It's getting chillier in northwest Arkansas like it always does. We wish you the best of luck and a happy holidays to you Absolutely. and your extended family over there. Really appreciate you coming on and talking with us. Absolutely, Greg. Happy to any time, and uh, hope your listeners have a 
Merry Christmas and stay warm this time of year. So That does it for this post-convention edition of Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back on our regular schedule next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture. Thank you.